Uh, speaking of movies, though, uh, we want to talk about your film, The Sadness. Uh, yeah, I made I made one. You made one. Yeah. And uh, good evening. I know it's late there. I appreciate you taking time to talk about it because uh, I watched it. And uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I dug this film quite a bit, man. Uh, it, it, it it made the jaw drop because uh, it's been a while since we've gotten a film like this. So uh, why don't we start off, uh, let my listeners know just a little bit, uh, in your words, a bit what the sadness is about. Um, it's about a virus that turns people into um, like sex crazed, uh, 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 homicidal sadists, essentially. <laughs> And, um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's about sort of like the, the beginning of this, of this sort of, uh, stage of the pandemic of, of this particular pandemic in, in the, in the universe of, of this, uh, film. And, uh, and we just follow these two characters as they kind of just deal with the first few hours of, of the, uh, of this, of this situation that they're, that they find themselves stuck in. So that's what it's about. Now you uh, wrote and directed it, and uh, I imagine you were inspired by real life event events. Uh, is that where this idea spawned from, or did you have this sitting around for a while before uh, we got the pandemic? No, uh, well, no. I mean, it it came like I, you know, I got I got asked to write this mm -hmm. movie. I was like commissioned to write this movie because mm. um, we had the opportunity to make a movie um, in Taiwan because uh, the the you know the means to make a movie were, were available and sure. uh the rest of the world was pretty much shut down like locked down and productions are pushed back or whatever but in taiwan everything was open and i just happened to find myself in a position where um it was kind of like if you want to if you want to make a movie uh we can do it now and i was like okay well <laughs> is there any is there anything that uh you know any request <laughs> <laughs> What kind of movie do you want me to make and yeah. uh they, and they figured like um it probably is best to make a pandemic movie because this uh situation is going to be relevant you know probably for a while right and and you know it's what people want to want to be watching right now it's what's on people's minds so um let's do it kind of like a zombie movie i guess and i said okay well all right, let's do that. So I just wrote it and I just, I thought I knew what the budget was going to be mm -hmm. um, not, you know, terribly robust. So we uh, talked a little bit about it and I said, well, what if we make it like really like vulgar and, and, you know, just try to, and, and obscene and kind of try to push boundaries and stuff because we don't have, um, we don't, we're, we're not sort of um, beholden to the, to the, um, you know, whatever like rating yeah. like there's not really like a the, the ratings board doesn't really sure factor into like our mm -hmm. factor into sort of what we're doing here like in, in taiwan they would give us uh, an 18 plus which is essentially the equivalent of an nc-17 sure and then uh you know and people you know the people who who are interested in that will go see it and, <laughs> and that's it. initially it was just like supposed to be like a you know, like we're going to, if we make any money off this thing, it's going to be from the Taiwanese box office. Sure. So it was all just kind of designed mm -hmm. with that in mind. It wasn't really designed to kind of go overseas and, uh, and to do the, do all the festival stuff. Like it was just designed to kind of 
um, make money here in Taiwan, uh, which it didn't do. <laughs> but uh, the thing is, is that um, uh, oh yeah, like I from in everyone else's in everyone from everyone else's who was involved perspective, that was that's what it was designed to do. But sure. I was actually making it to have kind of international appeal. Mm-hmm. Um, like that was my secret. Uh, <laughs> I was like. You know, I because because I mean this kind of move this kind of movie is not a terribly popular mm-hmm. like sort of kind of movie uh, as far as the Taiwanese general audience is concerned. Like sure. if, if we're doing a horror movie, it makes a lot more sense to do a, a supernatural movie or something, or like some kind of um, you know something based on an urban legend or some right. kind of found village thing or whatever. But um, to do something like this and this kind of level of uh, you know, gore and violence and, and stuff and vulgarity is, uh, is not terribly, like there's not really any precedent for it. Mm -hmm. So we were really trying to do something new, but I don't know, it it just kind of went down the way it went down. And and when I look back on it, I'm kind of just like, like, how did that even happen? Like, how did we, (laughs) how did we do that? But it got done and now it's out there and everyone's seeing it. So. Yeah. And and that was my question on some of those things is how exactly you did it because I was, uh, some of the stuff that you have going on here. One, uh, I love the fact that you seem to just go for it with every scene. Was was because I mean that train scene blew me away. The the train scene, but I think that was also a very scary scene because were you did you intentionally work some real life situations into this and just amp it up because the guy just pulling out a knife and starting to stab people that's happened so i mean were you going for kind of a little bit of of touching reality and not just keeping it contained into this uh surreal excessively gory world well yeah i mean that that, that's how you that's how you make something actually uh you know like effective and 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 scary really but i mean you know i mean it's it's just another um it's just another like kind of thing that ha- like it's like you're, it's funny because it's like every violent every act of violence that you see in in a film like you know has probably happened somewhere you sure. know like I mean mm-hmm. there's all kinds of um, films where you know some kid gets abducted in the street and and gets locked in a right. room and tortured or or you know like I mean there's there's tons of movies that are about war and you know mm-hmm. and that's happened once or twice. <laughs> yeah, just a few. And, uh, and then it's like, well, yeah, with a, with a thing on the train. I mean, it's just, it's so funny. Like, I don't actually understand um, what why certain lines get drawn in the sand. Like, remember that movie that came out a few, maybe like a year or two ago? It was called, um, it was called Run, Hide, Fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, and it's like, it's like, this is in bad taste. It's about a school shooting and we shouldn't be talking about that, you know? And it's just like, yeah. but why? Like, like, or like, or it should be handled in a more tasteful way. Like it shouldn't just mm-hmm. be like a diehard, uh, like a diehard movie, but with school shooter, school shooting backdrop mm-hmm. or, or whatever. And it's just like, I, I have, I've yet to hear a good explanation as to why that's, that's, you know, not an appropriate thing to do. Uh, but if I think about it myself, it probably has to do with just the fact that it's such a politically loaded topic mm-hmm. and it, and it, it ties into sort of like people use it, like, you know, people, th- these, these things happen and then people just use them as talking points to push their own 
political agenda as to why there should be, uh, you know, why gun laws should be altered in one way or another, or why we should have more guns or less guns and stuff. So that's sort of why it becomes like a touchy topic. Um, But with the, with the, the, you know, the issue of like a, a random train attack, um, I don't know. I just like it. Ha- it's it's happened in Taiwan before. There was one that happened in like 2017 mm-hmm. that was widely publicized and it, you know got everyone all shaken up. And for a while, you'd ride the subway and there'd be like a guy like on like a guard on the subway with like a, a machine gun. Like wow, you know, <laughs> yeah. which didn't make any sense to me because it's like a machine right. gun's not a very good weapon to have in a closed space because it has yeah. like a, a long barrel gun like someone can just grab the barrel like very easily. Mm -hmm. It makes a lot more sense to have a handgun, but you can tell it's just optics. It's like, everyone's like, Oh damn, look at that guy with the machine gun. But you know, they're, the government's really doing something. Um, But anyways, um, I just don't fucking care, honestly. Like I I just, (laughs) like, I just wanted to, I just wanted to make like a movie where uh, people would uh, pay attention to it and, Mm -hmm. and have, have a strong reaction to it. And I mean, uh, you know, if, if, if the only argument is kind of like, you know, like, oh, think about the, think about the victims of the, of the most recent train attack that happened in the world. Cause there was, there was one that's happened fairly recently in Japan. Right. There was the one in New York where the guy mm-hmm. had those smoke bombs or whatever, the grenades. Where are you, where are you, uh, mess, uh, where, are you where are we, where are you right now in the world? Oh, I am in the middle of Wisconsin. So, okay. in, in, so pretty much farthest from anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's, but, like you know, you're you're in the states anyhow and yeah. like you're you're right in the middle of uh of all of these conversations about why yeah. uh, why something's okay and why another thing isn't but i get but i guess the point that i'm just trying to make is that like um if the only argument is just sort of like you know uh you're you're not being sensitive enough to the victims of whatever attack mm-hmm. it's like well then just don't then just don't violent movies should be off limits you know in, in like across the board violence just shouldn't be talked about ever uh, unless it's um you know like science fiction fantasy violence or right. or, or or animation or, or whatever you know mm-hmm. or or if it's um taken so far out of reality that that it doesn't have any impact and it's just i don't know i don't i, I don't really have any good answer i, I guess <laughs> like, like i said like i'm i'm just trying to make a, a movie that has uh uh maximum sort of like um how do you say that like just kind of effect uh, yeah yeah maximum effect just just to kind of stand up out of the crowd and just try to get people talking and and i guess that's my shrewd answer you know i'm just trying to trying to get noticed trying to make a name for myself as a director and trying to uh uh, uh get that sort of debut happening in a in a big way and, and uh, compounded by the fact that it was a small budget, trying to come up with, sure. with, um, you know, just ways to kind of make that budget work for me. And and you do very well in making the budget work because I've watched a lot of uh, small budget, micro budget, you know, lower budget films, and it doesn't have that look at all to it when I looked at it. It didn't feel like it was a lower budget. I mean, uh, the use of yeah. practical effects everywhere, the way you shot some things. Uh, so I mean, at least it, it, it doesn't look like the budget that it may have been. Uh, you know, a, a, a lot of a lot of um, why the film looks so like I I I look at the film and I'm just like, oh man, I love how it looks like it because it, <laughs> it, it and it all it's all has to do with just um, it all has to do with 
first of all, I, like I had a uh, exceptional cinematographer mm-hmm. by the name of uh, Jay Lee Bai. And he is, uh, he's just this guy who has never been the, uh, the deep, the DP before on a film, but he's always been like just camera operator. And we finally gave him um, a shot to, to be the boss of that department. Mm-hmm. And, and he, it's one of those things where it's like, you knew if you just let him loose, he'd, he'd do a good job. And he, and he did. And his team is great. Um, the focus puller and, uh, and, and sort of by extension, the, the lighting team and all that, mm-hmm. like just, cause that's what you're, that's what it's all about is just right. lighting stuff and, and having a really good sense of, um, you know, how the, how the camera's kind of going to move through a scene and, and, and all that sort of stuff, you know, photography related stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not very good with that kind of stuff, but I did storyboard the whole film and he, and he looked at those storyboards and followed them uh, very closely, or at least was able to fall back on them when he had mm-hmm. uh, questions. And the other thing too, is that we shot it on, uh, well, you know, we shot it on, on red monster camera. Mm-hmm. So very like, you know, good quality, camera that we shot we shot the raw footage in 8k and then and then downsized it to 4k for the final one and then but like i mean resolution is not a big deal like you know like your every phone has 4k right um but but it's all about like lenses we, we had um re prime lenses like a set of of re prime lenses mm-hmm. uh, and they were um uh the again i don't know a whole lot about that but we had it set up so that like they were really easy to change like we and uh he could very easily just be kind of like um, i need this well, this one or this one whatever. sure and he's able just to switch them real real fast some cameras it, it's like it takes a long time to to reset and stuff so mm-hmm. um just as far as like the camera uh department is concerned we had like some guys who were you know hungry and and we're, wait, we're waiting to do something really awesome so uh you know if, if i'm if i'm gonna do another movie in taiwan uh you know and and they like let's say for example i have everybody all uh ready to shoot let's you know just for the sake of our i have everyone all ready to shoot in august of this year and then they and then uh the cinematographer tells me that he can't because he's, he's doing something else or or whatever like the whole thing stops because I, I, I want him i need him to, to do there's a lot of guys like that actually like on sure. this on the side there's lot, lots of just people who are just like i need to like the for example the composer also mm-hmm. such are there uh uh i i would absolutely give them first look for anything i did um yeah a couple actors uh uh Wong Chang, the businessman guy mm-hmm. oh he I, was I, he was fantastic in this so creepy yeah. <laughs> i want to I, I would love to give him an opportunity to show like mm-hmm his like kind of his uh like i would i would love to write him something where he's like a hero or like sure. show his show him like show his warmer side or, mm-hmm. you know because i mean he actually is a, a real cool guy uh and uh and he and he can do a lot more than just be <laughs> than just be repulsive <laughs> so. well, but but he was amazing at it i mean you, you i didn't expect you know that type of character come out of this and uh he was he was great as the uh i guess main baddie uh to uh you know uh to the storyline that you have with uh the the female character cat who yeah. uh i really i really enjoyed her performance as well did you have people in mind already when you were uh after you wrote it or when you were writing it or uh, was the casting done all after uh, i was done all after mm-hmm. like i mean uh yeah it it, it was just it was just kind of like you try to write stuff 
so that um like you know there's not there's there's not really like a big selection of like like affordable <laughs> uh skilled sure uh like uh performers in taiwan because like uh a lot of them will like a lot of the best ones will get work elsewhere like they'll mm -hmm. go they'll go to china and get paid like you know 10 times what they get paid here sure a lot of the times or like um and also just because the 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 industry here is smaller mm -hmm. um there's just less competition and like the the less competition there is obviously the less quality you're going right. to get and the, the standard becomes less so i was just trying to make like you know and and, plus, and there's also sort of this aspect too of the fact that i'm writing a, a movie that's the ultimate uh product is going to be in in mandarin chinese mm -hmm. and it's it's not uh i mean my my chinese is not is not the best at all but like um even if it was very good it's not my mother language so it's right. like you're not it you're not going to get that feeling mm -hmm. you know what i mean you're not really going to get like the 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 really good dialogue um so like uh like uh i don't know what's a what's a who's a writer who's got really good dialogue like uh like uh charlie like a charlie kaufman script mm -hmm. or something right you know um so uh I just thought, okay, well, it, it should just be an, an action movie, an action horror movie. Mm -hmm. And um, so I just wrote it and the characters are fairly surface level. I try to give them just enough so that they're, you know who they are and you know what they have to do. And uh, some have more motivation than others, but I kept it pretty open. Uh, but just back to your question, um, uh, we did all the casting afterwards. Mm -hmm. And uh, in fact, we, we couldn't get kind of, like for example, Cat was actually supposed to be more of like an older character, like more of like a, you know, maybe like a early thirties, like Linda Hamilton, tougher kind sure. of character. Mm -hmm. But then um, uh, uh, we changed. We we uh, it was insisted upon that we make Jim younger because we wanted to mm -hmm. use this one actor that that my uh, one of the producers Jeff uh, he was like this. Let's use this kid. This kid he's got the he's got the face. He's got the right. he's gonna he's gonna he's going places so it was like okay that's a foregone conclusion uh <laughs> but, but because of that um we had to make the the uh, cat younger because because right. it's uh i mean obviously it's not unheard of that that a, a 20 year old will date a 30 year old right but, but it changes the, the whole mm -hmm. the way everything works and instead like now it's just like oh, let's just make her let's just make it younger cat mm -hmm. younger and then um you know we'll we'll will just sort of change how a lot of these scenes work uh where instead of her kind of um like you know being sort of an action hero and like taking right. charge and know and knowing what she's doing uh will make her just kind of you know just reacting and just you know surviving by sheer like luck and coincidence and and uh you know that that's basically it. and i found actually i find that that probably is, was a better choice there's a lot of stuff that happened during the the shoot of the sadness that was like um you know something like it's it basically it, it, there was an accident or like we couldn't do something so we went another way and when i think about you know how it would have gone if we had gone the way that it was originally planned i'm so glad that we didn't do it that way <laughs> sure sure but a lot a lot of lucky yeah. stuff happened but then obviously a lot of the stuff that a lot of like the, the technical stuff was mm -hmm. uh planned you know like the, the the special effects like a lot of the gore stuff a lot of the set pieces a lot of the way that the the, the art department was working was all planned like months mm -hmm. in advance so 
that stuff was good, but a lot of the character stuff and the uh, mm-hmm. you know, acting stuff, that was all, a lot of that was just kind of uh, improvised and changed mm-hmm. as we went along. Well, I, I think it works well the way you approached it, especially with the cat character, because she still gets to be heroic yet uh, uh, felt a little bit more grounded. Like this is just a, a good person who's doing the best she can. And I think that that helped connect it, at least with me, the, the character a lot more than say a Linda Hamilton, you know, yeah. uh, Terminator two, Linda Hamilton, uh, maybe yeah. Terminator one, Linda. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, Beauty huh? and the Beast. Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. The, the TV show <laughs> with uh, Ron Perlman as as Vincent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I liked I liked her uh, the cat's journey as well as uh, uh, Jim the the different directions you took them and how uh, you know they do stay separate for most of the movie. And uh, with this, what I liked is how you start off giving us just enough of them. And then diving us right into the chaos uh, because I, I wasn't, I was kind of with all the uh, gore effects and special effects and it being an indie film, I was like, okay, we're going to probably get like half an hour. Cause you get that a lot, half hour, 40 minutes of, of setup. And then you get the trigger pull, but you dive into it fairly quickly. Uh, <laughs> so, mm. uh, you know, and I, I appreciated that quite a bit, uh, especially with that scene with the motorcycle of, um, how, if you don't mind me asking, pulling back the veil, how did you do the balcony, or or how did they manage to do the balcony jumper? The person who oh, jumped, that, uh, we, uh, it's just CG. It, that was all. That was all CG because it looked like part of it was a uh, uh, was a dummy. So I was just like, you know, like yeah. the inner inner cut. But um, that was one of the scenes that I really enjoyed. But uh, did you want to just kind of dive people right into it right away? Uh, because as you said, these are kind of surface level characters uh you know and uh for pulling the trigger did you kind of just get to the action right away was that the, yeah. the whole point I mean, or yeah that, that's exactly i mean mm-hmm. you know you you with a movie like this mm-hmm. um an action horror um you i mean i i don't i don't see any reason not to try to give as much action and as much horror right as you can you know and um <clears throat> like you know i've i've seen films where um there is you know it's like an action it's an action horror or whatever or an action or whatever and then like um they the people who make the film feel like you know oh like you know we're going to we're going to be uh judged against sort of a rubric that that you know is people i don't know just people think that that a film has to be a certain thing you know like there needs to be uh you know we need we need to have we need we need to have like cat kind of like uh in the beginning she goes into the bathroom and she's like and she's looking at a pregnancy test and it's like oh no right right. and then and then later um we you know uh you know on the phone like uh we find out that uh Jim doesn't know and then and then then she tells him and like and it's just this kind of and it's just like I don't like that or or you know and then maybe he starts has sort of like a, re- like a revelation about sort of himself and he's and he's like you know oh, I'm, I'm gonna be a daddy you know and it's like just some maybe just some bullshit thing like that like I just feel yeah. like that sort of stuff like and that's the kind of thing too that a lot of a lot of the people who like um you know uh criticize the sadness for being um for you know not having any character development like that that's the kind of 
like vapid bullshit that they want out of the sadness. You know, like if we did that, oh, now this is good. There's great character development, you know, but the, the thing is for me is just like, um, you know, I, I, I'm in this, I'm in this just for like the sensation and for the spectacle right. and, and for like the, the energy and the, the sort of also to some way in the way uh, I see it kind of like the honesty of, of, of a movie like this, mm-hmm. where it's just like um, it's, it's, I've heard it. Uh, some people describe it as like a love letter to, to sort of, uh, you know, gore, gore films or like trash cinema or, or, uh, you know, like the, maybe the, some of the movies of, uh, of the late, late eighties and early nineties. Mm. And I think that's pretty, pretty accurate. Like that's, I just wanted to make the kind of movie that I thought, uh, I would love to see, you know? Right. And, uh, and that's about it. And as far as like, um, the main characters are concerned. Uh, they're just, there's just enough there. So like, you kind of know who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you don't like, I've, I've heard also, uh, you know, people just, sorry, this, like I'm told I'm fresh off of, like right now, like a lot of people are seeing the film. So it's like, sure. uh, I'm looking, I'm occasionally I'll, I'll just look at a review <laughs> or whatever. And some people are like, like, you know, we don't even, we don't even know what Kat's job is. It's like, we don't uh, need to. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, well, okay. She, she works at a company that sells uh, motherboards. Right. Like if I said that, would it be a better movie? I just find like a lot of people who think they know so much about like storytelling or whatever. It's like they don't like give me a break. You have no idea. Like if you tried to write anything, you've never written anything. You you only know kind of like what you've heard on other YouTube videos. You know, like that that's not, <laughs> that's that's basically yeah. what I what I find from all these things. But like for me, it's like the sadness gives you an, about an, about enough of these characters to know who they are, uh, and and the rest is the rest is just kind of like there so you the, the viewer can be kind of like you know what would i do in this situation you know mm-hmm. like uh, and i try to make them i try to have them make good decisions or, or sort of smart decisions to some degree um you know obviously some things have to be done uh, to to keep the plot kind of moving forward sure. like for example um you know if i saw a bunch of like young kids uh smashing their teachers nuts against the basketball pole. <laughs> I just keep driving. Yeah, I'd probably keep driving too, but like, but at least sort of, at least I give an explanation. Right. Like yep. Jim, Jim has sort of a, a sense of, of indignation. Like, like these little fucking bastards, like I'm going to fucking teach them a lesson. Yeah. They're just kids anyways. Um, fuck them. Yeah. Uh, so like, uh, it, it, I guess, it, you know, the, the two characters, the, uh, the two main characters are just kind of, they're just kind of coat hangers for you to kind of hang as the, as an audience member there for you to hang right. your own coat on and, and for you to kind of imagine yourself, what would I do? Right. Mm-hmm. And then um, the businessman I feel is probably the, the one that has the most sort of like motivation. Like he has that thing in the, in the mm-hmm. uh, beginning where he's, he's trying to talk with cat on the train and, um, and then he uh, is rejected by her and, and you kind of see how, how hurt he is by that, you know? Uh, but, but it's, but it, it's sort of at the same time, it's kind of like, he's not, he's not, he's not in the right. He shouldn't know. Right. <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, but there is, there is, you know, I've, I've seen like, you know, like here in Taiwan, like they have sort of like this uh, Taiwanese Reddit and I've seen like entire, like, you know, uh, mm-hmm. subreddit, well, you know, ta- like not, it's not called Reddit. It's like, but it's right. the equivalent of like a subreddit. And the whole thing is just like, uh, do you think Kat is being a bitch or not? You know, like the, that's the entire conversation. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and it's just like, that's pretty funny. Uh, that's a funny thing to talk about, a funny discussion to have. Yeah. But, but anyways, like as, you know, he, his, as his arc is sort of like, mm-hmm. 
you know, be, uh, getting the virus and then sort of, uh, be, you know, becoming the guy who he, you know, maybe always wished he could be, but right. was, was stifled by societal pressure or, mm-hmm. or maybe perhaps his own conscience, even, you know, maybe he does have sort of a, he's not a full on psychopath. Um, but yeah, like, uh, for me, like the, the businessman character is really like the character that I, that I care about the most mm-hmm. in terms of like representing the sadness. Um, and, and also like, uh, uh, the, the, uh, MRT worker, the, the guy who right. has like a hentai on his phone and, uh, um, Molly, I think Molly, Molly is also yeah. a great character too. Like just, but like the two sort of leads are really designed to be, uh, points of view right. uh, avatars, if you will, for, mm-hmm. for the, for the audience. And, and it's just about kind of trying to put the audience in their shoes. That's, that's kind of the, uh, the idea. And like I said before, just try to deliver as much like action and horror as possible and, and, and surprising the audience, like, like kind of, <laughs> you know, just sort of if like, I'll show you this and I'll show you this yeah. and, and, and then you think it's going to be this, but it's this instead. And then, and then move on to another scene and then, like, Oh, like I, I think I know what's going to happen here. And then I mm-hmm. try to give you something else, you know, like that's, that's the way that I try to, that's the way that I tried to do this movie. I just tried to, to make something that was uh, just not boring at, at the very least. And uh, it's that's definitely it. not, definitely not boring at all. Uh, you know, I was, uh, I was uh, watching just deciding where it was going to go next and just exactly what you were going to do. And so, and, and it just, my jaw did drop a couple of times going, did they just go? They went right there. Yep. <laughs> was was there anything that you you know that you came up with that you said ah, maybe we shouldn't put this in or did did was all, all you know all the cards on the table? Um, no, like that. Like uh, there was one thing that I wanted to do uh, where I wanted the like in the hospital I wanted the infected to to break into like an operating theater mm. where um, where a guy was having um, like. Uh, brain surgery like mm-hmm. he's like he's like laying on the on the with his face against like the you know the table right. or whatever and they have that that uh latex you know sort of yep. mm-hmm. uh, sheet that they've cut a hole in and they have his his a piece of his skull out and his mm-hmm. brain is exposed and i wanted uh i wanted an infected to to come up and uh uh drop his pants and then take a, <laughs> sh- take a shit inside of his brain like into his exposed brain. Yeah. But, um, but then like, uh, I, I told that to, to my two producers and they were just like, they're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And then, <laughs> and then I, I kind of started thinking like, it might be like too funny. Like it might, the, the right. tone of it might be too funny, but at the same time, like, wouldn't it be cool if I did that uh, scene, but I actually like, like I, I managed to frame it. So the tone was like, like just like just horrible like like right. like you know try to try to do it for like you know like if someone if someone comes up to you and they're just and they're like uh and they're like uh you know uh hey mark i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking cut your dick off and feed it to your dog you know you're kind of like <laughs> ah, you joker you know yeah but like, but if someone actually like really is gonna do that and they mean it yeah it's, it's, it's scary right no, like it's, it's scary, scary. yeah <laughs> so like that that would be the goal to do the the brain the brain turd a uh, bit <laughs> just try to make people take it seriously yeah which, uh, you know, that's what I was going to uh, actually lead to next is the fact that uh, how do you weigh, is it the way you shot or the, you know, how challenging is it to make the excessive gore still effective and not come off too satirical? Because, 
it kind of escalates as it goes along as we go through the film and it does get more and more a bit more outrageous as the city goes further into chaos and most yeah. of it still comes off as serious i will say a couple couple of uh, gimmicks did come off uh i, yeah. I had me smiling because they were just almost two but you know how much of a challenge is to try to find that balance well um if we can if we compare like the sadness to like one of those um let me think for for a, a good example um like something like maybe like uh martyrs mm-hmm. or, right. or or maybe even like something like the divide have you ever seen the divide with I've, um the, uh, the guy no, what's the name of that fucking guy that the uh, in terminator one michael bain michael uh, bean. yeah michael yeah, bean michael yeah yeah. Michael Bean's in it and, and Rosanna Arquette's in it. And it, I think it is directed by one of those French guys. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head. It's, it's not Alexander Aja. It's uh, maybe it's like Gregory Levassier or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or maybe, I don't know. I can't remember. But anyways, like that, that's another movie that's like really like super hard and really leans into the sexual violence and, and is really trying to hurt the, a perfect example is like our like Gaspar Noe movies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh there are some Japanese movies that are like that, like grotesque is maybe like that, where they're they're actually trying to like harm the audience. The sadness is not really like, you know, I've heard a lot of people be like, you know, like this stuff's really disturbing, disturbing. But, you know, like I was laughing, you know, and it's like, well, <laughs> then why is it disturbing? Is it disturbing? Right. Like I mean, you, you had a good time watching it. Like, so wh- why are you saying it's disturbing? Are you saying it's disturbing because of what like a, some hypothetical person that you that is not you would think you right know? i mean like yeah like, what kind of thing is that to say like who, who, just talk about what you feel how about you feel you know like i don't i'm not interested in your in your hypothetical person who who thinks mm-hmm. it's disturbing so like because like, to me when i watch the sadness uh it is fun but there is sort of a, a little bit of a bite to it as well and i because i know i do know what you mean like the the, the people in the sadness do suffer mm-hmm. like and i think that's kind of maybe um what, what i think is interesting uh, like to do like like as a right. filmmaker like to try to to try to sort of ride the line um between um like re- like real horrific violence mm-hmm. um because it is hor- like you know violence is terrible it's it's right. the worst thing that if you've ever experienced like real violence it's like it's terrible and traumatic and it sucks um but then there's also like this whole um you know hi- like just history and, and culture of of uh, you know, like of all the, of all these films that we grew up with and that we love and that are violent as hell. And, and, and we, you know, like, and we love them. They're, they're mm-hmm. fun, you know? So, and I, I found, um, you know, a lot of inspiration in, uh, um, uh, Fede Alvarez's, uh, evil dead remake. Oh yeah. The, the 2013 mm-hmm. one, because, um, the, the way that the way that the violence is handled there is, is, uh, very similar well, yeah, I guess so. I, uh, it's pretty similar to like how how it is in the sadness, where it's like it's done seriously and it's done realistically, and and the people in it are suffering, but you can tell that you know they they go over the top in in, a, right. in a, some certain ways. Like for example, there's far far too much blood in some places, and, and, <laughs> right? Or they're like um, you know they, things are kind of amped up just for for the sensational effect or whatever. To, to maybe to achieve like a hyper reality or, mm-hmm. uh, or, or to go beyond just sheer uh, realism. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I don't know, like, the, like kind of riding that line, mm-hmm. uh, I right from the beginning, I, I thought I just found that idea to be interesting. I don't really know. Um, I don't really know exactly what, like, you know, what about it is like, I don't know. I don't really know. I'm not really sure exactly what about it works like in terms right. of psychology, but like <laughs> uh, it, it, for some reason it, it, I just thought that that, that would be the way to go with this film is mm-hmm. like to, to, cause, cause you're not, I don't, I, I'm not intending to like to hurt the audience, like, like the, the prolonged rape scene in, in irreversible. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, because it's just like, I mean, I, I, I love that film and, and, and that scene is, is one of the, uh, one of like the, a good example of a rape scene in a film that is entirely necessary for that film right. to, to work mm-hmm. properly. But um, uh, yeah, I just, I just wasn't doing that with the sadness. I just, I was trying to do something that like um, felt like it was, you know, like hardcore and like some, something that like was impactful, but still something that when you left the theater, you'd, like you'd be amped and and, and, you'd, yeah. and you'd, be with your, you'd be with your friends like like holy shit you remember that like you do that part when that whole that was fucking crazy like just like just getting excited like having a good time at the at the movie theater you know right. because i mean like when i watch um sort of flippant um flippant violence like the violence that you see in something like uh um i don't know like maybe zombie land or uh, mm-hmm. like where it's just none of it matters at all and sure like it's just like yeah yeah whatever like who cares they're uh, there's there's no emotional weight. Mm-hmm. There's no one really seems like they're suffering uh, t- to me, or, or even just like in, in any like in a, a, a like a Fast and the Furious movie or something. Sure, where it's just yeah. the, the violence in it is just com- completely w- like without um, uh, sort of consequence as far as the audience is concerned. The audience sure. doesn't have to feel bad about any of the violence. Mm-hmm. It's all it's all justified. The guy the guy who got who died. Uh, was it was a jerk anyways you know like, <laughs> yeah you know, he, he he slapped his girlfriend so so it's okay that he gets uh, uh exploded or whatever like you know what i mean like they they set things up <laughs> right. so that w- w- like the audience is on the moral high mm-hmm. ground uh, of of being okay with him uh dying, uh, dying yeah. Or, yeah. or being or being uh, brutalized or whatever so like i don't know that, that kind of stuff i guess is interesting i just thought that i would want to i wanted to make a movie that kind of rides the rides that line and maybe kind of experiments a little bit with sort of like real violence and uh sort of the the fantasy sort of horror violence that that there's a long history of and 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 you have that especially i think the prime example i keep coming back to but it's just it's a sequence that uh i appreciate so much of what probably went into making it that train scene the, the extended train scene with everything going on and how we stay there for a while how on one scene you're getting kind of serious to where they're, uh, you know, dragging people and getting on top of them. And that, and then you get someone stabbed and you have the thousand pounds of pressure blood spurt into the, uh, into the ceiling of the, of the, uh, um, uh, of the car, but then you go back to the seriousness. And I, I, I think you accomplished that fairly well with this uh, very well, actually with, uh, kind of jumping both of that, giving you just a little breather before you get back to more of the serious violence. Uh, yeah. And and that had the effect on me. I, I like that because uh, you're right. Some of those films are just so brutal that by the end of it, you feel exhausted. You feel beat down. You're like, oh, man, 
Yeah, it's just like you don't want to talk about it to anyone. You're just like, I, I just feel horrible. And in this one, yeah, I was pumped at the end of it. Uh, uh, though I do wish I, I will say I wish it kind of would have ended a little bit differently. But that's just my personal taste. Uh, because well, how, 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 how would you do it? How would you do it? Uh, well, no, I like uh, it, it. Was just a very final scene. I guess I would have removed the the sound effects of. Oh, okay, okay. No spoiler. No spoiler, you, you no spoiler. Know, you, you know what I'm talking about. You added the sound effects at the end of, uh, of what happens to, you know, uh, yeah. a, a character at the very end. And I was like, ah, I just I was kind of hoping it would it would be a little bit more. But it, it fit the movie. I, I will say it was just my personal taste that I just kind of wish that wasn't there. So I could yeah. live in the idea that it 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 went better than it did. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it was it was uh, it, it was louder in the mix originally. And I, and I told the guy to put it lower in the mix. So ah okay, <laughs> that's that's me trying to be a little bit, I don't know, nuanced or something. Little Merciful. nuanced. Yeah. No, but, and, uh, and I think I think the quiet works. You know, it's it, it quieter actually worked even more effectively than having it uh, louder. So, for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I don't know. I, I, no, the, I, the, I, I'm just, I'm, you know, it still works. It was effective, but just me personally, because a lot of horror films seem to end a little bit. Uh, you know, it, with that tone, and and uh, it's uh, one of those things where it's surprising if we actually get one that ends a little bit happier. But uh, again, it didn't take away from the film; it's just personal taste. Yeah. What's what's another? Uh, what's like a horror film that you've seen recently that you really liked? Uh oh. Um. Well, I didn't. What did I enjoy recently? <laughs> it's hard to say. I watched mostly indie stuff. I will say uh, it was a few years ago though. Uh, Overlord. Uh, oh yeah, you know I enjoyed Overlord, and that ended in kind of a surprising way for me because of the way the rest of the film went. How it ended was kind of surprising to me in, in a good way because that was like, oh, we actually have more people living than I thought there would be at the end. Oh come on, that that that, that movie, like you can tell just by like the the scale of it and mm-hmm. and sort of the um, it's uh it's it's um Kurt Russell's son. Why yeah. uh, is this yeah. Wyatt Russell? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Why, so yeah. like, why? Like, I mean, you know, you that—that's the kind of movie where it's like, you you know that he's gonna like live at the end, or sure. at the very least, he's gonna like he's gonna do like the Josh Hartnett at the end of Thirty Days of Night, where it's like right. he 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 wins, but but it's a bittersweet thing, where, right? And right. at the very least, yeah. he gets to spend like his death with his woman or whatever, you know, like like um, I don't know. To be honest, like. Uh, the the sort of the doom and gloom kind of uh, ending is is not as common as uh as as maybe uh, uh, you you've stated earlier like they usually like sort of there's there's a win mm-hmm. but like you know the, there's a satis- there's a satisfaction at the end like you know right. like, oh at least at least they kill the or they stop the thing from happening but the, the main characters still die mm-hmm. uh in, in the sadness like <laughs> in the sadness i guess like um you know, it, it, it sort of just, there's not, there's no real wins that happen at all. I guess True. you just, yeah. but you, but you do get to at least see it resolve. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, uh, I guess it just depends on, uh, uh, you know, like it, it just depends on kind of like what you're looking for. Like a, a lot of the times, like I just saw, um, uh, every, uh, did you see everything everywhere all at once? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about that? How, how'd, you, how'd you like that movie? We're just chatting now. How, how'd you like that movie? I, I, I dug it. I dug it quite a bit uh, at the end of it. I thought it was an interesting approach to what actually is the core subject of it. 
Yeah. Um, you know, it, it surprised me because I'm watching along because the way it was promoted was like just the gimmick of the multiverse. And when it first starts out, you're like, okay. And then when you get kind of the gist of what they're actually talking about, I'm like, wow, that was like, you know, a different approach to basically, you know, a, a, a relationship, a dynamic between parent and kid. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. it felt really truthful to me. Like the, yeah. in fact, like the, the ending of it, um, <clears throat> like it's uh it the the way the dialogue between like uh, uh the mother and the daughter mm -hmm. uh like the how they kind of they try to sort of uh give like a a few sort of end like it they you think it's going to be the ending and then and then it right. kind of like it it fails like like uh because of because it's true like if if right. if your mother was i, I don't want to spoil it but like if your mother was you know kind of tried to kind of stick up for you like that you would as a child you'd be like ah oh, shut up mom like you'd get embarrassed <laughs> by her yeah. and then like and then you're out in the she's out in the parking lot and they're screaming at each other oh, yeah. and, and it's just like and then you think okay it's going to end like that and it's a little bit more um uh, melancholy but right. but uh that's maybe a little more realistic but then mm -hmm. michelle yo comes back and and she kind of fight fights back and eventually you kind of meet somewhere in the middle and i was just like that's fucking great like that's just that's uh this is the strength of this movie is just how like uh like empathetic and and right. understanding of of people that, that uh these these filmmakers are the the dan uh the daniels right right or daniels the yeah. and then but the thing too is like um it's the reason why i'm bringing this up is because um you know if you end strong like that mm -hmm. then the so everything is forgiven like like you can have <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, I really do believe like the sort of the third quarter of that film mm -hmm. like i i was just like uh this is this is kind of grating on me a little bit like mm -hmm. uh it's you know, I haven't seen, an, I haven't really seen a new idea introduced into, into this film. Right. Uh, like, uh, like the beginning is just amazing. The, the, when it mm -hmm. starts to get into sort of the more the fantasy stuff, it's just like, oh, I'm, I'm totally with this. And then it's, then it starts to kind of get into a place where you're just like, it's wearing a little thin on me here. Uh, they better, they better, you know, uh, do something right. Do so exactly. <laughs> they better do something. Uh, and, but then when they end on that strong, very human note, it's kind of just like all, all is forgiven. Wow. Everything, everything looks great. I'm going to, I'm going to walk out of this theater, uh, uh, believing, uh, that I, that I saw a, a good film right. and, and it, and, and be right, you know? Um, <laughs> so, so it's, it's funny. Like you really have to, uh, you really have to be thinking about how you're sending, how you're sending these fuckers home, you know, right. when they, when they leave the theater. Um, and uh, yeah, like, and, and oftentimes that comes with sort of like a, uh, a feeling of satisfaction. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas I feel like the, the sadness, um, the, the, res the resolution uh, is, you know, by design kind of like a disappointment, you know, but like an, an aching disappointment. Right. And uh, I guess that's just, that's just for me when I watch it, I'm just mm -hmm. like, you know, I've heard, I've heard criticism and stuff and I watch it. I'm just like, that's just, that's the way that I, that it feels right for me this for this whole fucking thing to end but um it, it felt right within the movie that's why when i say it is just personal taste because as far as the movie goes it it fit perfectly especially with the setup and the commentary you make about the government because uh <laughs> i i did notice that you worked in commentary in here which for people who complain about oh either films being woke or films saying too much or this is getting political i'm like horror films especially have been a mouthpiece for 
for, you know, commentary on social morality and, you know, the state of the real world for ages. People just don't notice it because they're usually too busy staring at, at the blood, but you work a great balance set in here. So for me, the ending here fit the movie. It just was my personal uh, feeling, but as far as movie, it was perfect. It fit because it made sense, especially when you get the dialogue with Kate earlier with the scientist who I love. I love on the dry erase board in the back. It says we're all fucked. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I, I did that. Did you? Because <laughs> uh, my shitty handwriting. Oh, <laughs> uh, like my, my, you know, the handwriting of a of a six year old, but um, yeah, no, the like as, as, actually just since you touched on it, uh, yeah. the the, um, the the a lot of the commentary, like in, political or otherwise, in the film, I think is a lot of people are like really do bring their own uh, luggage to the to the film sure. in, in that regard, and um, like for example, I mean we made we made this film like you know. Uh, like it, like it was written in like may of like 2020 right? right so and and as far as like you know like i said to you before like we improvised a lot of stuff but that was a lot sure. more of just sort of like the interpersonal stuff or like how characters are behaving but in terms of like what's actually being said um you know it didn't change a whole lot and and, and we had if you think about the, the trajectory of like the pandemic and like um how uh, the the conversation the conversation changes sort of like over over the months where it's like in the beginning it's kind of like um, you know like oh, like uh, what you know where did the virus come from you know is right. it was it manufactured in a lab or like what the hell's going on whose fault is it and then like and then after a while it's like um, oh, okay well now it's like um, uh, uh, vaccine politics right. you know like oh the vaccine's going to kill you or like or, you know uh, th this kind of thing like um, and and now it's just sort of like, okay, well, you know, it, it's over now. And, uh, uh, and, and both sides, like both, uh, sides of the, of the argument, both think that, that whatever course of action that they took, they were right to take, right. you know, yeah, like, you know, like, well, you know, we, we took care of it because of the vaccines, you know, it's like, see, it never really was a problem. We didn't need the vaccine yeah. in the first place. Like everyone leaves feeling like they did the right thing. And, uh, and now the, and now we're just, I don't know, talking about, uh, I don't know, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock or, or right. whatever. I don't know. You know, it's so it's, like, it's suddenly become the normal. It's like, eh, it's not really a headline now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but I guess just but the point that I'm just trying to make is that, um, you know, the 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 political aspect mm -hmm. uh, of the sadness. I, I've heard I've heard everything. I've heard people you know, <laughs> at Q and A's. People tell me that it's about this or that, the other thing, and I'm just like. I'm like, uh, and I just give that answer. I'm just like, you know, I think that, we, you know, I just, I was always working in the service of, uh, you know, what's, what's scary or what's mm -hmm. like, um, uh, you know, what's going to sort of uh, uh, push forward in terms right. of like the story, like the, um, the, uh, the part with the, with the government, like the, the head exploding and all that stuff. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, I loved it. Yeah, thanks. The um, I'm I'm surprised it hasn't been made into a GIF yet. It probably is. I'll look for that after. But um, but the thing is, is like the you know I just wanted to have a scene where it's just kind of like okay, like the government. Oh oh oh, the government's on TV. They're, they'll tell us what to do. Right. You know, like, like they'll they'll have a plan. They'll have a contingency plan for this. And then like 
than then just watch it like all fall apart and then actually watch like the the president of the country get murdered on like, on live television and then just like ooh like the yeah the the you know we're not broadcasting anymore uh, emergency uh red screen show up on the on the tv <clears throat> and then the the horror of of just kind of being like okay right. we're on our own now there's no more government like the country is completely in free fall that's that's literally all i wanted out of, out of that scene and and uh, and the you know to sort of uh you know ex- uh, expound upon that is is the fact that like that's not even how that kind of thing would go down in Taiwan. Like that, right. like they, it's super old fashioned looking. Like it looks like some sort of like fifth, like maybe they would have done it like that in the fifties or something. Right. But, like, yeah, sure. but I just wanted it to be, again, I wanted this to be something that everybody around the world could watch and to and understand. So I just kind of did something that was very like broad. Right. Um, and it, 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 I didn't try to localize it too much. It's just mm-hmm. more about like, this is the government. Okay. This is what they're doing. This is, this is maybe how, how sort of a, uh, 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 an average of, of how of how different diff- the different governments of different countries would, would address this thing and like and the military is there or whatever so it's very it's it's actually pretty boneheaded in that regard um but like the it's again it's just all in service of of uh of an action horror film sure so yeah well that's it what i liked about that is the aftermath of that scene in in the hospital lobby how you had people who were uh acting almost like the infected though they weren't infected because the government now pretty much has like you said there is none they've got no plan and now the people are really scared and then they start turning on Mm. each other in the lobby yet they're not even infected and it's showing you there's not a huge line between infected and not infected in this movie uh at least that's the way it came across for me anyway uh sure i mean like uh, at least they're not trying to like you know murder and assault yeah. each other that's true at least they're not trying to to uh uh you know uh stick things in orifices that normally shouldn't get stuck in. yeah <laughs> so, what was your like uh favorite scene that you shot like one that you nailed like you're like damn that was just you know that was on the money for me what, what did you have a particular scene or scene that uh were favorite for you yeah uh it, it's it's gonna probably not be the one that you think but it's like um the uh, the the part at the very end where where we see Cat start to cry, mm-hmm. and then and then her crying becomes uh, laughter, and uh, I I just I just uh, loved seeing her give that performance. Uh, I uh, I just I don't know I'm not something about just like because so much so much it's it's that thing I was saying before about like. Um, you have to kind of end strong. And I knew that right. this was going kind to of be like the end of the movie. And I, and I needed that performance to just be strong. And, and she, she did it. And I, yeah. and I mean, Regina is not a terribly experienced actress. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like um, this is, she, she had done uh, a, a lot of commercials and she also had, well, you know, a, you know, s- several commercials and also yeah. uh, um, she was, a she was a performer in sort of like a, an anthology film mm-hmm. like that, that was made um i forget the name of it but it, it, it was a, a small part in like in like a, a segment in an, an sure. anthology film. and um so she wasn't very experienced she's also very young and she's also um you know from being honest like she she hasn't really like 
she's kind of sheltered. Like she hasn't really like led like a right. or, like yeah. young. So she hasn't really done a lot. So there's not a lot of like, if you haven't led like, like a, a, a rich and full life, you don't have a lot to draw upon when you're trying right. to act. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like, I was just really happy that she was just able to kind of find that and, and to do it. Uh, like that like that's actually the, the cool because I you know this is my first movie before this I've only really done animation and stuff right um, and, and I did some shorts but the, even the shorts are very leaning heavy into the animation but like working with uh, actors is uh was very new to me and mm-hmm. that 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 to me is like the kind of the was the most like wow th- I, this is what I really like you know kind of sure. thing whereas like a lot of the the technical stuff the um, the blood and all that sort of stuff. That's fun uh, also, but um, it, uh, uh, you know, I mean, like you, you could, you don't, you really don't have anything unless you kind of like have these people selling it, you know, like, right. yep. um, and uh, I, uh, I also really like doing the, uh, the scene work where um, the MRT worker uh, in, in the credits, he's, he's credited as, as Kevin, although his name is never mentioned. <laughs> right. Uh, Kevin, he when he when he dies at the at the hand of uh, of you know who, mm-hmm. um, uh, I enjoyed like just we made such a mess with that scene, um, <laughs> yeah. And that that was and that you know it wasn't even like the, there wasn't even really any technical, sure. uh, it, you know it's just it's just like okay we have a compressor and we just have about you know maybe three gallons of three or four gallons of just like uh, dark red uh fake blood sure. and little chunks of like silicone that we're just gonna you know spray him in the face with blood and just, <laughs> and, just and just throw handfuls of, of silicone at him and then and we just did that and i was just, I was just and you know it, it seemed like we should have called cut uh <laughs> you know way before but i i was just like no nah, let's just keep doing it let's just keep spraying him and spraying him and just keep that going and keep that going and like uh and i knew that like having it go on for that long until mm-hmm. until everyone was just pretty much until he's basically just exhausted from screaming right. is like uh that's going to give us that that memorable shot if it just if it if it cuts too soon mm-hmm. um it's not it, it's not going to be memorable it, you know what i mean but if it but just hanging on it for that for that long mm-hmm. uh that that's what <laughs> that's what makes it <laughs> to me that's what makes it magical yeah. Well, it, it definitely was. It was, uh, it was memorable. That's for sure. I'm watching it going, Oh man. <laughs> just, yeah. You have to make a mess when you, when you're yeah. doing, um, when you're doing gore, mm-hmm. I I'm a strong believer that like you have to, you have to make a big mess, uh, because it, it, something in the brain fires right. that, that doesn't, uh, fire when, when, um, when you kind of do it digitally or whatever, um, a, a, a lot of time, like, like real stabbings, real, uh, like violence, like there, there's not, there's it's not messy. as much. Yeah. No, 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 there's not like, there's oh. not as much blood. Like, oh, I'm, one, yeah. I'm saying the opposite, right? Like, I mean, if, uh, it's just like, like, for example, like, um, uh, like knife, knife wounds, uh, sure. you know, if like they're, they're, without uh when the blood is not coming out they just look like nothing like they just sure, look, yeah but i mean having like these big sort of engorged sort of wounds and stuff like um there, there, are, there are actually a couple scenes when i watch the film where i'm just like that's that's too much like that <laughs> it, it it would be better if if we did this more if we kind of approach that a little more realistically in some sure. places and in other places um 
you know, I, I just feel like, uh, yeah, you know how, you know how it is like anything that yeah. you, like, you mean, you, you're a YouTube guy, like you probably watch some of your videos and you're just like, ah, fuck, I wish we had done that a little different or, or if we just had taken a little more time to do this, or if I just right. had to a little more, so you, you run into stuff that you're kind of just angry at, but at the same time, no, like literally, literally no one else in the, in the world gives a fuck about it. Like, you know, right. What I mean? Yep. <laughs> they aren't yeah. going to notice, but you notice cause you were so close to it. So yeah. So the best thing that you can do is just not, just not look, just sure. stop watching. <laughs> and what's new for you? What's coming up? Anything coming up on, uh, on deck? You got any projects coming up you want to uh, uh, talk about or. I mean, I, I could, but I could talk about them, but I don't want to, because it's, sure. uh, it's one of those things where it's like, um, uh, deliver big promise little, you know, yep. like, Nope. I, I completely understand. <laughs> uh, do they have like, a, do they have a place where they could follow your stuff? Uh, you yeah, know, sure. Update. Just call me. Just uh, just just call me. Call me on the phone. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, like my my name's Rob Jabaz. R O B J A B B A Z, and that's my handle on Twitter and also on uh, Instagram. And uh, you know, with in- Instagram, I tend to like sort of post, um, you know, like personal, personal work, like animation stuff that I, little things that I do sometimes. And also I post a lot of, uh, sadness news, news, news about the sadness, what we're doing. Um, and then with Twitter, I mostly just like, uh, I mostly just like, uh, retweet stuff. Sure. Uh, so I guess maybe Instagram is if, if you want to know kind of what I'm up to and then Twitter is just good also just for news and stuff, especially, uh, regarding like films that I'm making and announcements and things. Actually, you brought up the animation, and I'm sorry, I, I meant to ask you. You actually work one of your animated uh, works into the film of the sadness. Yeah, uh, I, I read it's it's the one on the TV, correct? Is it the the that old one? In all honesty, when I first saw that, I'm like, oh, it looks like he he found some uh you know some classic animated uh film that that they included in here. But when I read that, that was I I. I thought that looked great. What made you move, want to move from animation to live action? Was it just something you wanted to try or uh, because yeah. that animation was, was great. Like I said, it looked like it was from another period. So it was very impressive. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it's the, the objective or the, the goal with me, like from early on is just like telling stories, like just, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, you, you want to, you want to tell a story. You want to, you want to, sure something characters and and elicit emotions from an audience or whatever mm-hmm. and uh when you're broke or or just sort of not in a position to like uh get financing because you have no reputation or nothing mm-hmm. nothing behind you like you know hey i i need i need blah 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 dollars right, like, right. why would i give that to you why would why would right. anyone give that to you you know <laughs> uh you know and so that so uh you have to kind of figure out a way to make stuff. And for me, it was, you know, like you hear a lot of people like, you know, like, Oh, you know, we I got, you get all your friends together and you get like a camera and you make a film in your backyard. You know, it's like, I don't fuck that. That sounds stupid. So <laughs> instead I just like, um, just started learning after effects and then later got into doing uh, 3d stuff. And then I, you know, sometimes, uh, you just get, you, you just kind of, uh, get caught up in it or, or sure. like you, it's it's your thing you know like you just kind of take to, to a thing and I, I just kind of got better at it uh and then um that the animation stuff just kind of led to me being able to 
you know, get enough clout so that I was able to, to convince someone that, that I could make a, a live action film. film. <laughs> and, uh, but so, I mean, cause I mean, at the end of the day, like there is, um, you know, there is more, uh, like credit given sure. to like a live action film. I mean, for better, or for worse, I, I love, I love animation. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a big advocate for, uh, like more adult animation, like kind of moving into the future. And I think that there's some, there's some guys out there who are really championing, championing that, sure. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, uh, it, it seems still like there's like time, there's a little bit of time to go with that, with that happening. I just saw like a, a thing about like the making of Fury Road. Oh yeah. Uh, and like uh, George Miller, George Miller. Right? Yeah, George Miller. Yep. George Miller, um, he was saying that like, cause he he had spent like, you know, over 10 years trying to get the fucking thing made. Yeah. And eventually he just decided like, okay, we're, I'm just going to do this like as animation. And I was just like, Oh, that would like, that's ridiculous. Like that, that's like, uh, you know, Jackie Chan adventures. Like, right. Do you remember how, how there used to be like this, this Jackie Chan cartoon? And it's yeah. just like the whole point of Jackie Chan is that he's doing stunts. And if, and if you make like Jackie Chan, like the animated cartoon, then you're, you're completely missing the point of why anyone would want to watch. Like, do you think that we want to watch a cartoon with Jackie Chan doing the, like an, an English language cartoon with Jackie Chan doing the, the voiceover? Like, that's no one wants, no one wants that at all. You know, we want to see Jackie Chan getting, you know, like hit right by a helicopter, you know, <laughs> uh, that's, that's what we're, that's what we're, we're here. But like, yeah, so th- that's what I mean. Like when I, when I, when I talk about live action, having more credit, like mm-hmm. um, there's you're, you're, you know, Oh, there's another, there's a Batman, there's a new Batman movie coming out, you know? Oh, it's animated. Oh, okay. All right. I'll watch it. Whatever. But if right. there's a new, live action, like, I don't, I don't fucking give a shit about whatever Batman movies coming out anymore. But, um, but you know what I'm saying though? Like, like right. uh, live action has, has more weight and more credit mm-hmm. and it's like, it matters more whether or not I like it, like whether I like it or not, that's just the truth of it, you know? So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Live action always has more weight to it. And I've always uh, appreciated uh, Asian cinema because you have the actors actually usually doing, you know, 90%, 99% doing their own stunts in that. Like there was a movie I watched chocolate, uh, which is a a wonderful film, but they show the, the uh, um, credits afterwards and they show what actually they did through with the stunts and how people actually got seriously hurt while doing yeah. the stunts including the actress um right. you know uh but yeah chocolate was was really an interesting film but yeah i always like seeing the actual performers doing the stunts because it gives more weight than like you said jackie chan's animation well there's no there's no threat here he's not going to break a bone it's just not like like yeah. it's like uh um, it's like that line in Seinfeld, you know, like where it's like you're, you're going to Idaho and all you're eating is carrots, you know, like right. I, I want to, you know, you know? like I'm not here for that, you know, uh, that's not what I, that's not what I, what I'm, that's not, what, that's not why I go to Jackie Chan to, 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 to hear his voiceover work, you know, um, it's ridiculous. Uh, did you see Spine of Night? Uh, I did, yeah. What'd I you did. think of, uh, what'd you think of Spine of Night? I thought it, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was great. I thought mm-hmm. that um, they, those guys worked really hard on, on making that film. Uh, I think that, that they should be very, very proud because like they really created like a, um, you know, like a, like a tangible kind of world. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Here, it let, felt- me, let me actually, 
Yeah, go on. Huh? Sorry. Uh, it just felt more like a spiritual sequel to Heavy Metal than Heavy Metal 2000 in many ways. <laughs> I like Heavy Metal 2000, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I do. Like, it's, it's animation's trash, but like, yeah. um, I don't know. I like, I like, I like the the story like i actually just like the story of it i think sure i think it's pretty awesome but yeah like those uh that's uh uh morgan king Mm -hmm. who who is the mastermind behind the spine of night and uh yeah i mean the the uh exordium short that he made oh uh, yeah way back that like i i used to play that like all the time when my friends come over but look at this fucking thing you know and it's (laughs) it's like this it's like we i want more of this you know the thing is though about that about spine of night is that they they didn't really capture the the like the the thing i liked about exordium was the music they used and they didn't really they didn't really catch that again and Mm -hmm. uh and i and i talked to morgan about that and he he was just like ah you know we we got the same guys to do it and um they the stuff that they made it's it it just they weren't getting that lightning in the bottle so then we ended up getting with some some other people that kind of got us to where we wanted to be he's he's like i mean the thing is about like a project like that is like um, I, I can't even imagine how 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 it would be to be invested for like over like eight years to ten years on a, on a thing, you know? Yeah, it's like I like I can't I I I can't uh, I don't I don't know how I would keep like stay ob- objective. I would I like you know after after like year five, how do I even know if the thing is even good anymore? You right. Know, like I, I don't, I would not even know. And, and also if anyone talked shit about it, I would want to fucking kill them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, like, like cause then it just, cause if they say, if, um, yeah, it's not that good. It's just like, that's, that's like, you know, like in a decade of my life, you know, yeah, like, gone, uh, put into this project and, and you just coming up and just dismissing it. Like I would be sensitive about that shit. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, that's just, um, I don't know, like that, it's it i like to be honest like like i think about that project quite a lot actually to to be honest (laughs) like considering that like um you know i i i mean i saw that during the festival sort of circuit last year and uh, i still think about still think about it but mostly just about like just like like how the hell did those guys pull that all together and and how did they stay uh, you know, motivated and, and inspired to, to keep, to keep doing it, but, but they did it, you know, they did it and they, it worked out. Yeah. I, I think it worked out well. Um, it, it's, it struck me cause I, I'm a big fan of more mature, uh, animated films, fire and ice, you know, the Bakshi stuff, the, uh, the, you know, I, I've watched a number of those. My dad introduced them to me far younger than i probably should have been watching some of them but you were like um, you were watching wizards and you were getting a boner from that from that fairy uh, <laughs> or whatever with the, with the black hair and the big tits uh, she she did stick with me for a while let's just put it that way uh, <laughs> but um you know i always appreciate animation quite a bit and so when i saw that you were also an animator i just i, I wanted to touch on that because uh i know how much work talking to some other folks who who do art and that how much work that is and so I got a lot of respect when you can do it right. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, so yeah, Spine of Night, uh, Heavy Metal, you know, we don't get it. It's just like uh, with the sadness, though, it seemed to be scaled back. We used to, especially in the early, as they call aughts, get the extreme gore, graphic, violent type films. And then it kind of tapered off for a while. Uh, do you see it maybe coming back? I mean, we get bits and pieces, but. You know, it's like, I'll tell you 
I'll tell you that, uh, um, well, you know, I mean, like whatever sells comes like whatever sells sells right so i mean right, maybe we'll sure. another gory like oh the, oh the sadness you know like like maybe someone else tried thing is though is that it's like um you know quote unquote elevated horror is sort of like the the shit that people s- seem to uh you know get excited about these days yeah. uh, and um that just just by virtue of kind of like what what it is it tends to be more like script driven, like mm-hmm. or, or dialogue character driven stuff. That kind of stuff is all, you know, in the script, um, you know, like that <laughs> a, a script writer gets paid the same amount of money, you know, like uh, d- depending on sort of like the level of like clout or notoriety sure. or whatever, yeah. like um, it's, it's, it's sort of tiered. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh you know, like if, if, if you have a movie that's sort of building its tension and building its characters and doing its thing sort of in, in ways that are not, you know, terribly cinematic. Sure. It, 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 from my perspective and more maybe like sort of theater, like mm-hmm. theatric, like theater in terms of like it's, it's people talking and characters right, yeah. and, and people sitting at tables and talking and, and tension building and whatever, like that kind of stuff. If you can kind of make things happen with that, that's cheaper. Than, than, uh, <laughs> than, than you know crazy special effects or big chase scenes or cars mm-hmm. flipping over and stuff like that so um and 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 that is what the name of the game is you know the, the name of the game is the, a movie just came out in taiwan called uh jo, mm-hmm. which means a uh, uh, curse or, or incantation and it's a found footage film probably cost like you know you know five hundred thousand dollars or something sure. yeah, like, yeah. Like cheap cheap movie mm-hmm. uh and it it uh it's like a found footage sort of situation and they um uh and it just something about it just just nail like just struck a nerve with the local audience like this movie is not going to have any life outside of taiwan like, sure. like if, you, if anyone else watches it they're just they're not going to they're not they're they'll get it like they'll understand it but they're not going to connect with it because they don't have like the cultural right. uh, mores. so um uh but but here in taiwan i mean you know five hundred thousand dollars the last time i checked it was already at like you know uh you know like 12 million or something so it's like wow it's like 24 yeah. times the budget right um but the thing is is like uh and, and and that and that's like that's the game here the game the game in doing local films is just kind of uh, you know, if you can make, if you can make four times your budget back, like good for you. Right. This guy, right. these guys made 24 times their budget back. So fucking good for them. <laughs> but the thing is, is like, um, now that that movie has proved itself to be successful, yeah. then the next, next, you know, the bunch of financers who are, who want to be in the, or, or maybe even the same team, uh, are going to just be kind of like, like, hey, you know, they only needed five hundred thousand dollars. They they made this much money. How come you can't fucking do that? right? You know I mean? <laughs> it kind so of hurts. It's a double edged sword. So, like, yeah. So it's just going to drive. It just drives budgets down. This is actually why what happened with the uh, with the Japanese horror explosion. Like mm-hmm. the you had like uh, Ring come out and yeah, um, all that shit, and it was all and it was great. And, and, and around the world, everyone was just like, "This is it. Japan is yeah. is, is killing it. They're bringing they're bringing a new uh, dimension to horror and all this stuff." But then like as the movies get, as, as time goes on, they just keep trying to do it for cheaper and cheaper. And eventually yeah. it just fizzles out and it's all due to 
uh, economics, you know, because people people aren't making movies for their health; they're doing it to make money. And and if right. it, uh, um, and if it, you know, it, there's always sort of a a race to see who can do it for like the cheapest, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that and and we saw that happen with like Thai movies too. I think the only country that like and fuck, you know, even um, it's a little different with Korea because mm-hmm. like you have like your old boys and your I saw the devil and, and uh, right. uh, sympathy for uh, lady vengeance and the whole lady vengeance movies and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the, that really like hardcore stuff with like, you know, sort of disturbing themes kind of, you know, goes away and uh, and then you start, you know, and then, and then you have things like parasite kind of like, you know, getting a lot of attention uh, we, we, again, sort of like elevating, like, I mean, Parasite is, you know, it, it was marketed like a horror film, but it really is no. not a horror film at all. It's just sort of this uh, drama that uh, has, you know, it's pr- fairly engaging and stuff. I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know that I fully got it, uh, but I, I like, can at least appreciate it. But the thing is, is now what Korea is putting out is, are these like um, shows that are based on like web comics and stuff like, Oh yeah. Sweet Home and Squid Game and uh, Hellbound and um, we're uh, I think it's called We Are All Dead. Yeah, uh, yeah, that just and, came uh, out. Yeah, yeah, and they're and they're big, like expensive, like well made, <laughs> well financed productions, and um, so so they're not cheaping out. They're right. not, but but they are uh, going in more of a mainstream kind of direction. They're they're mm-hmm. they're doing sort of stuff that's like. Um, well, they're doing stuff that's like action horror, you know. Right. Um, so maybe you know, maybe they're maybe they're on the right track, um, but but definitely sort of the this sort of race to who can kind of make the biggest sort of like net gain mm-hmm. is uh, is like by by lowering budgets. Right. That, that that seems to be kind of like the trend with uh, with um, the rest of Asia uh is from you know as far as i can see and also even like sort of the horror the independent horror game like the outside of the studio system uh in in the states uh is sort of is playing the same game too right now but whatever it's yeah. uh it's all good we, we can still make <laughs> we can still get movies made if we try you still get movies made that you try and i'm very happy the sadness exists uh <laughs> thank you very much for your time and this has been a great conversation i'd love to talk to you again uh when your next project comes up because this is a lot of fun um cool man and, I'm, and, I'm around and uh the sadness comes out may 12th on vod platforms i believe yep um, well on, on shutter and on shutter as well so those of you who have shutter who uh rave about shutter now you're gonna have something else to rave about so Shutter's good i i like yeah. I, I don't get paid by shutter but well, I, well, actually, no, I do get paid by Shutter. You but, will, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but regardless, even if I didn't, I I I, uh, I would be subscribed to Shutter because Shutter actually is just like they have they have all the stuff that you would want them to have. You know, like they, yeah. I think the people who curate that they they know what they're doing. It's definitely being curated by fans, which is nice because a lot yeah. of those genre channels aren't necessarily just grab whatever. But you can tell they're they're at least being a little. They're, they're, they do a wide variety of films and they're being a little bit choosy on what they put on there. So for, for sure. sure. But well, thank you very much, sir. And uh, yeah, I guess have a good evening. <laughs> Bye-bye.